Critch, we were wondering at the start of the game where the goal was going to come from. Someone needed to kick a bag. Gives it off here to Fritch. Fritch gets to 50, drills the footy, no problems at all. He's got every bit of that. G'day everyone, Inside Melbourne, Clint Stanaway with you. Ben Gibson's actually rejoined the team, he's along for the ride. G'day Ben. Thanks for having me back. No, it's an absolute pleasure. Actually, you bring a bit of sanity uh, to the podcast, which is a good thing. Uh, also, a few special guests in the house. Um, Bailey Fritch coming off a nice haul of snags. G'day, Bailey. Hey, mate. How are you? Going very well. And Sam Frost. Frosty, good to see you in the house. Yes, good to be here. Thank you. Boys, how's the day been? How's the week been digesting uh, the loss to the Eagles in Alice Springs? Uh, yeah, it's been all right. Disappointing loss, obviously. Um, Played well most of the game, just couldn't capitalise and finish it off. Uh, so, yeah, bit of a tough review. And, yeah, training today, short week. So we're sort of looking forward to St Kilda now. So all the review's done. Fred, I just want to come to you because I listened to one of Ben's interviews post-match. Nice interview, Ben, by the way. Going very well, tracking very, very nicely. Um, it really sat in your gut, didn't it, that, that loss? Just tell us a bit about that and why exactly it hurt the yeah. way it did. Obviously, just to play the way that, I guess, the Melbourne way that we know um, for, I'd say, probably two and a half quarters, um, probably the first three quarters in particular, um, and then to let it slip in the last quarter was, I guess, really disappointing, and um, we're all disappointed, I guess, as a group, and, um, yeah, we'll be out with a bit of fire in our belly on uh, Saturday night, that's for sure. Has it gotten to that point where we're sort of sick of these honourable losses and it's really starting to hurt? Yeah, it's more or less what was talked about after the game, that... You know, you can sort of pat yourself on the back and feel good about close loss to a good side, or you can just cop that enough's enough, and we're not happy losing in in close games, which we've done far too often this year when we've been in winning positions as well. So definitely, yeah, it um, it was a it was a tough one to swallow for sure. How do you sorry? How do you learn from those sort of moments? Do you review uh, plays late in the game? Where's it? Where's it change there? Yeah, it was a bit of a theme of dropping off. Uh, late in games um, yeah and then it's just moments throughout where we're inconsistent um, playing patches of really good footy and then just falling away from what we know we need to do um, yeah so it's sort of all in the review and then general themes across a number of the games that we have lost uh, Frida is execu- execution a, a word that gets bandied around a bit in the um, in the postscript yeah I guess doing all the work um, up the ground and then I guess when you get in front of goal in particular um, you want to consolidate that on the scoreboard I think as I said in the interview um, I guess converting those shots um, scoreboard, scoreboard pressure sorry is massive in footy and um, I guess three or four goals instead of three or four points early on in the game could have put the pressure right on them so it was a bit disappointing West Coast are a very good side though it has to be said and um, in moments played some big footy um, how do you sort of pick yourselves up and reload again Saturday night against St Kilda? Because it's a tricky opposition. They've got a caretaker coach coming off a, a nice sparkling win first up. Sam? Yeah, no, they're going to be high energy. And like you're saying, they're coming off a good win. So they're probably feeling like they're in a, in a good bit of form. But I think it's yeah, what we're feeling is that we've still got something to prove despite where we are on the ladder. And, and you know, we won't make finals, but we, we've got a bit to prove against sides that are either in top four contention or not it doesn't really matter to us we we want to create a winning culture and that's what's important at the moment six day break off the warm conditions in alice springs how does that affect the body at all yeah body's feeling pretty good um i don't know about sam but for myself yeah the the shorter weeks i don't mind them so um we've had a pretty cruisy week good session today on the track with all the boys so 
um, yeah, I reckon we'll be fit and fine and ready to go for um, Saturday night. And we've played two games up in the NT now. Is that somewhere you like to go and play in front of a different crowd? Yeah, it's good. It's a good change of scenery. And I mean, particularly when it's pretty cold and miserable in Melbourne, it's nice to get a bit of warmth and a bit of sun and warm the joints up. So, no, it's good. I, I think we, we, we all enjoy it. And it's a real different environment. Like after the game, you have to walk to the bus past all the fans that jump in for selfies you've just lost. But do you enjoy that? It's a real different feel, isn't it? For sure. And it's a completely different perspective to what we're used to. And to be able to give back to, to that community that love football so much is, is pretty special. What was it like for you, Ben? You get out into the community? Yeah, it was, uh, it was good. An amazing place up there. The fans are just so passionate. It, it does change it. You, you I reckon get... it brings you back to like, I remember for me when I was 16, 17 playing local footy for Coldstream just that that um, local feel so mm. yeah especially when I get back up there it sort of brings back memories of me playing for Coldstream back in the day so yeah, it's good fun I actually want to ask you about the EFL and your, your games for Coldstream because you've got a big family connection out that way your your dad played a, a big haul of games is that right yeah so dad um, played all his footy at Coldstream um, all his senior footy I think he's got the record um, 360 games. So, does he remind you of that? Does he sort of say? Um, no, nah, he likes keeping on the download because every sort of media thing I do, they always tend to bring up me old man. So, do um, <laughs> and yeah, here nah. we are. <laughs> <laughs> and touching on the family, how about your younger brother Darcy? There's been a bit of talk that he might be up to AFL standard. How's he rate? Um, yeah, I think so. He's uh, made Casey's list this year. Um, I don't, he played a practice match. But he hasn't played a game. Um, yeah, I guess he's still developing. He's only 20 years old, so he's a bit raw. But, um, yeah, I think he played in the Young, young Guns game on the weekend and um, did a couple of good things. So, yeah, hopefully he can have a good future out of him. Be nice to play alongside him one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Actually, I think I told you pre-podcast, I tried to pick my dad's brains. Uh, he hasn't got many, but uh, Big John Stanaway, who's a trainer at the footy club, he came up with a few fast facts about both of you. Um, Bailey... Apparently you're a spark, about to become a Sparky. You've finished or just about to finish your apprenticeship. Why do you why do you pick uh, electrical work, mate? Um, I guess so. I left school a little bit earlier. Um, I left after year ten. Um, did a bit. Of, I wasn't planning on leaving school. Actually, I did a work bit of work experience um, with a family friend um, in the Christmas holidays, and then yeah, it turns out he offered me an apprenticeship. Um, so I thought, yeah, why not? And um, yeah, your dad's been on me back about getting me last exam done to get my A grade, so I'll thank him for that when I've got it. Because he is a, he's sort of like, he refers to himself as a former electrician, but he's still very much a handyman, so um, loves reminding me of that. Um, <laughs> Sam, what about you, mate? He told me to ask you about your fast cars, about your, your love of your V8 Commodore. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, no, I got a Commodore. It was my brother's actually, bought it off him, um, which is quite a bit of fun to drive around. He did a little bit of work to it. Um, yeah, so... Tom McDonald and I actually went to uh, Sandown and did a track day. Really? Raced each other around a bit. But no, nah, uh, I wouldn't call it a hobby, but more just something I enjoy. Now, Frosty, you play with a lot of flair. And after round 14, Simon Goodwin described your ball use as frostball. <laughs> yeah. What's your take on that? Yeah, no, it's a, a pretty unique kind of yeah, kind of ball movement, I suppose. <laughs> it's a bit random and unpredictable, even to myself. But yeah, it's it's hard to really define it which I think is why he just calls it frostball and and just hopes that everyone kind of knows what he's talking about but you, yeah you do kick the odd floater do you know mm. how how you manage that not really no no when you run that quick you don't really know much of what's going on so yeah I have no idea to be honest the frostball hey so when you heard Goody speak about that 
were you happy with the yeah well I, I think internally it's been a thing for a little while yeah. that uh he likes to joke and laugh about um yeah but I, I found it pretty funny when he when he said it in the press I think it was good um you just hope that there's more positive outcomes and negatives with the frost ball and, yes. and that's and that's all you can really hope for absolutely um Bailey we all, almost saw you pull down mark of the year on the weekend what happened how close were you do you reckon um I think I did all the hard work, but just didn't bring the ball back down to the ground, and I hurt my wrist when I landed. So. Oh, really? <laughs> is it all right now? Nah, yeah, the wrist, the wrist is all good now, but um, yeah, it would have been nice to pull that one down. Eh? Did you have a look in the replay? No, yeah. I actually haven't. I probably should. I must have took my eyes off it or something. <laughs> you did hold on to 14 marks, obviously the move up forward. You must have enjoyed that. Yeah, back to, um, I guess, what I know. I got drafted as a forward, so yeah, I haven't really played much since probably the first half of last year, so to be back down there and contributing in some sort of way was um yeah i was real happy you certainly look comfortable leading up at the ball jumping at it is that where you feel most comfortable do you think yeah i think i think i've played some good footy on the wing um between the wing and half forward yeah i see myself playing there in the future so yeah you certainly do get thrown around a bit do you find it disrupting i guess mid-game starting on a wing and then saying oh here we go half back flank that's what he is mm. yeah i guess it I guess it makes me a little bit more employable, but um, yeah, it can be a little <laughs> bit frustrating um, sometimes if you start well somewhere and then someone goes down with an injury, I seem to be the first one to be moved. But um, yeah, wherever the coaches need me to play, I'm happy to do the job. That's the right answer. Speaking of uh, playing forward, Jordan Lewis uh, did a little bit of that mm. as well to, to some effect. Uh, I'll say some because he missed a couple of... He'd be flat with you. Is, is, is it fair, fair for me to say sitters? Because I probably wouldn't have kicked them. But uh, there was one he got a, a second go at because he got shoved in the back and he would have been pretty happy about getting the free kick. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah I think he would have been pretty flat with himself <laughs> to miss that one from uh, where he was on his left. But um, yeah, but no, nice. I'll leave it up to you if you want to call them sitters <laughs> or not. <laughs> it's nice just to see uh, Goody sort of just trying a few different things in the back end of the season. Has that been spoken about? The fact that, you know, Freddie, you'll sort of play forward a bit um obviously float between wing forward maybe even sit down back a little bit too yeah i guess um i guess the more positions each player can play it makes us more versatile as a side which is going to be good in the long run but um i guess maybe we might try if he hasn't really been spoken about much but um i guess we could try a few things in the back half of the year to i guess experiment for next year but um yeah and geordie's role was certainly an interesting one he tagged Jeremy McGovern who's a pretty dangerous opposition player were you impressed by how well he manned such a big body yeah absolutely and and he's obviously a very Geordie is a very clever footballer so you sort of back him in to do whatever role just with his footy brain but yeah some seriously impressive contests against a guy far bigger than him and that obviously is good in his role as well so no he he was unreal and Gus Brayshaw also played that negating role on Elliot Yo. That, that was a pretty impressive effort for someone who's usually used to chasing around himself yeah, for sure. No, and, and, and Gus got some, some good credit for his role on the day. And yeah, no, nah, very, very impressive on another really good player. I've just had a look at some questions here from the outer. There's some, uh, there's some good ones, actually. Has anything caught your eye here? Ben, have you uh, done your research? Because I've had, I've had a look. There's one, there's one Paul Barton says, the wing nuts. Where did Iceman get his pace? I, I assume it's uh, referring to you, Frosty. Uh, I don't know. I don't have much pace. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, 
mum and dad played footy and netball, but dad just talks about being the biggest kick in the sandful, and mum just tries to convince me she was pretty good. So I don't know where the pace actually came from. The but, pace, um, it's a big talking point in these questions. Nico Hancock says, what's your top speed, and can you confirm you are the world's fastest land mammal? Um, <laughs> wouldn't go that far, but I've uh, been clocked around 35 and a half, 36 goes now, something like that. Pretty impressive. Just a taste of what to expect uh, from the outer very, very shortly. Speaking of pace, uh, grand final sprint, do they still have that? Are you? Uh, have you um, done it before? I've never done it before. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I've never been, never really been asked about it. Frito Mayo. Because I know that the man <laughs> to your left has. Yeah, I've, I question the integrity of the event just quietly, but, uh, you know, that's, that's my What opinion. happened, mate? Yeah, I... Um, I actually don't know. Somehow I got through the heat, um, but I reckon I was in the bottom half of the heat, so I don't know how that happened. That was a bit of a stitch up in itself. But then, yeah, I got to the final, and um, yeah, I think I was the last past the post. So. <laughs> it was good to be there, grand final day, though, and hopefully we're there for another reason next couple of years. Yeah, it's good entertainment, isn't it? Uh, big grand final day in the grand final sprint. Yeah, I'm not too sure what happened there, Fritter. We'll have to maybe hit the videotape and have a little, nah, bit of a look back one. at the replay. Um, good stuff, guys. Hey, we're going to take a quick break here on Inside Melbourne with Thanks to Zurich and come back with your questions from the outer. Thanks to our co-major partner and podcast sponsor, Zurich. For over 100 years, they've been ensuring the people and the things you truly love. And just like you, they truly love footy and they truly love Melbourne. Welcome back to Inside Melbourne Podcast, proudly brought to you by Zurich. We're going to go straight into questions from the outer. And starting us off, we've got a question for Frosty. Someone's wanting to see you play up forward again. Is that a possibility? Uh, I would say doubtful. Personally, I feel pretty comfortable down back and my roles in the forward line in the past haven't gone all that well. Um, I mean, if I was required, I'd be open to it for sure. But yeah, I can't see it happening anytime soon. The frostball strategy, does it sort of apply? Is it just purely a, something that happens in the back line? Or? Yeah, it's sort of a full back to half, back going forward. It's, <laughs> it's not something you really want to do running away from your own goals, I don't think. Because Tommy McDonald, when he, he swung forward, he was an unbelievable kick on goal. Absolutely. People were a little bit surprised after his form down back. So yeah, I mean, a future look, career. never say never, but <laughs> we'll see. Uh, it was a long trip to Alice Springs and a question here from one Charlie Spargo uh, tickles my fancy. I assume it's a loaded question. What's your favourite game to play on long plane trips <laughs> to away games? Uh, it's balls. balls. <laughs> okay, explain it. Uh, it's a game where you have to aim a ball at some bricks at higher up in the screen. Pretty, pretty simple game, to be honest, but it's something we used to... If we were sitting uh, with so each other, we'd play. We got, we'd we got play a fair them. run on uh, <laughs> most away trips. So <laughs> Sandy can get the highest score. I think Charlie might be still going, actually. He's so the, the ball has to hit a brick, a uh, certain brick. No, all the bricks. The bricks and then have like each numbers, level of the bricks. Oh. It, however many balls you have, you, the numbers keep going down as you hit the brick. Yeah. And then that brick will disappear when it gets to zero. <laughs> Just download it, balls. Then, oh, okay. Yeah. We, with a Z. Balls with a Z. Okay. <laughs> What do we think then? <laughs> Bit of promotion for some, something there. Uh, there's, a, there's been a few questions about the Stephen May, Sam Frost scuffle. Yes. One from scuffle, an, at Stephen May. Okay. Frosty, is it true Maisie gave you some Air Force Ones to make up for yelling at you? Uh, he did, yes. Uh, it was not for to make up for yelling at me, but he did give me some Air Force Ones, yeah. Explain. I. Uh, uh, Gets a fair bit of gear from Nike. He, <laughs> he didn't want them, so didn't want them. Similar size. Actually, I did see something on Instagram. He posted it. He's got a new collection of uh, yeah 
lovely merchandise so yeah, you might no. have a bit more coming your way happy both to, of you uh, yeah well hopefully i mean if he wants to yell at me again and give me some more stuff so, so what happened up there at the gabba uh, give us your version of events yeah oh, i mean I've, yeah he, i had an average defensive effort and he hit me up about it um we were under a fair bit of pressure at the time and i overreacted which was my fault i'm happy to admit that and then um yeah there was just a bit of back and forth nothing nothing too malicious and then I think it looked a lot worse than it was based on the fact that it was three-quarter time and the cameras were following us around as we were talking, but we were just trying to talk through it, put it all behind us before we went out for the fourth quarter. But, um, no, nah, we were we were sweet after it. It just looked a bit more probably aggressive than <laughs> And, and the media was. tends to build these things up, hey? Oh, no, Cover. no they never do anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, nah, it, was, it, was, it was fine. Have but, you enjoyed playing under his leadership? Obviously, he comes across as a former captain from Gold Coast. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's, he's an unbelievable guy to play with. He, he just will quite literally fight to the death if he yeah. had to, I imagine. Um, yeah, and, you know, everyone's seen some of his efforts over the last few weeks coming back into the side, so... I'd, I'd really enjoy playing with him and you know you know exactly what you're going to get. Tell you what, he's a big boy. He loves a body spoil. Have you big been boy. in his way at training at all? No, I'll stay very well clear. <laughs> Not a bad idea. <laughs> uh, there is a question here, Frida, about your old man. Is he is he loving being referred to as Coldstream legend? Does it get a run around the house a bit? <laughs> um, no, I don't think he'd love it, to be honest. Um, What's your I dad's think, name? Uh, Scott. So he cops it a little bit, but um, I think he holds the record with an, with another family friend, actually, of th- yeah, with the 360, but, um, yeah. Uh, Sam wants to know who's the comedian of the team. Uh, Gorney would be up there for sure. Um, Melky's pretty funny. Yeah. A couple of blokes that are involved in the fines, Melky and yeah. Gorney. Yeah, and Brucey sort of for a bit of token big guy value. Bruce is fantastic, but can you tell when he's joking or not? He doesn't seem to <laughs> change his tone of he's voice pretty dry, from a laugh and pan. from a from a backhanded whack. Yeah, that's uh, that's my type of humour, so I enjoy it about him. But yeah, he's very very deadpan. How's his and Gorney's relationship? Are they are they good together? Yeah, really good. Yeah, uh, I think from a football point of view, Bruce has um, got a heap to learn from Gorney, and he enjoys that. And Gorney probably enjoys that that role as well. Um, but yeah, the, the banter and the fines and the laughs are, are pretty good also. Casey Cheerleader asks, if you could do anything else than football, what would it be? We've spoken about your extracurricular activities, both of you, but uh, Frida, is there something um, in the dream bank that you'd... Um, oh, I think post-footy, I wouldn't mind owning a business of some sort. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what that is at the moment, but um, I suppose if I can tick this... Um, a grade off, I might potentially start up the electrical <laughs> business one day. That'd Get to right. it, mate. Uh, if I hadn't had footy, would have loved to play volleyball internationally um, somewhere in Asia or Europe, but a bit of a pipe dream. Does it get a run at all, the volleyball? In terms of... Just, you know, down the beach, for a bit of fun. take the shirt uh, off? It used to, yeah. I'd, I'd love to, but yeah, it's just uh, yeah, finding the time and, and the weather and... I don't love the sun either, so yeah. Well, nah, but uh, yeah, a few mates from school I used to play with. We try and get together every now and then and have a hit. So, speaking of the sun, Hunter underscore Pool mm. asks in liters, how much sunscreen do you go through annually? Yeah, more than I care to keep track of. <laughs> Quite a few. Do you need a sponsor? Sunscreen oh, sponsor. I mean, it wouldn't hurt if there's one. If there's one out there. No, nah, we, we're all good. But I might no, I go dip into that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Ben, ben you're right. I uh, wouldn't mind a bit of banana boat. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, it wouldn't, uh, wouldn't hurt. Speaking on the sort of volleyball athletics, Tom wants to know what the two of you were best at as jun- at junior athletics. 
Uh, geez. I didn't do junior athletics. I no just good. played a bit of footy, cricket, a bit of basketball, but yeah, mainly footy and cricket for me. Uh, I'll go with the 200. 200. It was probably my favourite event. Ended up doing a few, but yeah, I enjoyed the 200. And speaking of the cricket, Frida, you're a big cricket fan. We've got the Ashes starting next week. James Pattinson, does he line up a, a Vic in the first test? Um, I don't reckon he lines up first test, but I definitely think he, he gets a run during the Ashes. I think they'll go with, um, yeah, Stark, Hazelwood and Cummins with Lyon, but um, I reckon in the second or third test, I reckon Pattinson will definitely get in a run, probably probably for Hazelwood, I reckon. Hopefully you? there's a few cricket fans out there. Yeah, no, I agree, <laughs> I agree with you 100%. First test. It won't be first test. No, I wouldn't have thought, but he's... Uh, He's a nice bloke to have in the squad. Hopefully he does all right in this intra-club match that they're playing the next few nights. Um, how much do you love your cricket, Freddie? You've obviously played a bit as a junior. Yeah, played probably till I was about 16, 17, and then footy sort of starting to get a little bit serious, so um, gave it up. But, yeah, I love, especially around Christmas time with the Big Bash and yeah. um, then the IPL after that, and then now obviously with the World Cup just finishing, that was a bit unfortunate that we... Um, so all year round then? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> what, do not, you, not just Christmas. Do you partake in the uh, the matches here? Obviously there's a, a few, change room few little uh, change room battles. Yeah, change room cricket gets a fair run. Um, Frosty isn't a massive fan of it because his uh, locker is at the top of the crease. Um, so we can't really get much of a run. Do you get dirty? Do you get dirty, Frosty? Oh, from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> if, if my toes get stepped he on, has been, I think He has been known to hide the bat and balls. But, um, <laughs> Once. Yeah. Who's the best indoor cricketer amongst the boys? Guy Walker's obviously got a bit of a background. Yeah, I've never actually seen him roll the arm over. I think his shoulder didn't stand up. But um, oh, Mitch Wait. Hannon's got a nice in-swinger, left-arm in-swinger, Nathan Bracken-like. Yeah, Ooh. right. Weedo's um, got to be up there. Yeah, Weedo throws him down, as you would know. Bowls some gas. There's actually a question here from someone called the Trent Lawford is the goat. Do you remember Trent Lawford? Big barrel-chested yeah. Victorian. Nah, <laughs> real strange <laughs> cricket fan. I do remember him. Uh, very good. Hey, uh, another strange one. Anna Hume. Thanks for your question, Anna. If you could be any other player at our club, who would you want to be? Who would you want to step into their shoes for the day? Uh, not Christian Petraka. That's for sure. There's a lot that'd going be, on. That'd in, be a world. There'd be a lot going it? on in his life, wouldn't it? Um, I don't know. It's a good question. Maybe I'd probably. Oh. I reckon I'd go Jordan Lewis, just with all the success he's had in his career. I reckon it'd be nice to have that in your back pocket. He's got a bit of wine as well yeah. to get through. A lot yeah, of connections that, as well. That would be. Disposable that would be pretty wine. cool to know what that all feels like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll go with him as well. Good and question, then though. there is another question: If you could play alongside any player from an opposition team, who would it be? Um, oh, love to play with someone like Buddy. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, someone you'd rather play alongside. Yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, growing up, I was a Collingwood supporter, so I'll say Scott Pendlebury. Yeah, very nice. Uh, Trisha wants to know: This one's for you, Bailey. She says, now that you're starring further up the ground, how much pressure is there to have Salem style and colour your locks? Did you get a Salem haircut in the lead up to uh, Alice Springs? No, I haven't actually. He hasn't touched the sides? Nah, he's never touched my hair. <laughs> he always is on me back about it. Maybe I'll let him do it and um, just for Trish, was it? It for Trish, yeah. yeah. I, might let him cut my, I might let him cut my hair next A lot time. of risk, not so much reward yeah. from what I'm seeing. Oh, Clarice doesn't look too bad. I think Sally did that one, but um, yeah, it's every now and then that's open for interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> it's a matter of opinion. Have you had yeah. the uh, the chop? Not from Salem, no. no. 
No, I had meant to one weekend, but I never got around to it. But no, not yet. I'd be happy to give him a run. Okay. We're going to have to ask him about it. Surely he's coming up soon on the podcast. We'll have to uh, get him involved. Um, boys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Anything else there before the, before they uh, head off? I think the questions from the ad are just about about through there. We've got some positive signs this week with Melky, a possible chance to return yes. by the VFL. Do you, you'd like to see him back in the side before the end of the season? Yeah, for sure. That'd be that'd be really good. Yeah, we, we've probably missed him at times this year and it's good to see him getting back from his... Uh, his foot, that can be a bit of an annoying one, the, the feet injury, so injuries. Um, but yeah, that would be good. And coming up against the Saints, we must be pretty keen to get one over them. It's a, not an ideal stat, but 16 of our last 19 clashes against them haven't gone our way. Is that right? Is it a, <laughs> there's, there's no real um, theme because you boys weren't around 19 games against a girl against them, but you must have the hunger to beat them. Yeah, for sure. No, I mean, oh, well, it's Except about any game, but yeah, definitely those those aren't great numbers, and yeah, there's someone who probably going into last year were around where we kind of were, and we ended up doing a bit better, obviously last year, and this year's gone the other way, so they're probably a good comparison for over a block of a few years of where where we're at and who we should be beating. Good stuff, uh, Frosty Fritter. Thanks for being with us here on the podcast, and Ben. Lovely cameo again. Thanks. So good to be back. Not so much a cameo now. It's becoming a, uh, a regular occurrence. So uh, you might be staking a claim to oust uh, Jack Viney. Well, he's a busy man by the sounds of things. He is so very much last so. Last minute twist and I'm on, so. Good stuff. Well done. Uh, that was Inside Melbourne. Thanks to Zurich.